0: Well, right, we back. Speed secrets, right? In today's topic, we want to get back to the basics, right? What is speed, right? Because we got this episode, we're talking about speed secrets. Now, what is it? Now, the first time you hear speed, you're probably going to think of an object moving fast, right? Now, in this scenario, we're thinking about our legs and what that's going to translate over to, right? But let's look at the actual simple definition of speed, right? Speed is defined as the rate of change of position of any object in any direction. Right. So for us looking at it, what does that mean? That means how much can you take your body, right, and go in one direction to the next, your entire body, not one part. Right. Because speed wouldn't be all right. I can actually just, okay punch in this direction. Speed would be I can take my body and move faster in that direction. Right. Because you can have a fast kick, but that don't mean you could run fast. Right. You can have a fast, but that don't mean you can run fast. So what I'm trying to do is get back to like when you're thinking about speed, it's only going to come down to one definition. And the reality is, it's track and field. If we look at where speed is modeled after in the human element, it is through track and field. It's through the oldest sport where we're measuring your actual ability to run faster. And I want to make that clear, because everywhere you look, man, people want to touch on this speed topic. And we talk about things that are not going to translate to actual speed work. You mm. have to be able to take your body and project it faster in a direction, mm. right? Your entire body, right? Your entire being, right? If we look at a car, right, we're not going to say, oh, the wheels turned over faster, but the car didn't move. You wouldn't say that car moved fast. So it's the same thing here. If I can move my fist fast, but I can't actually run fast, I don't have speed. And mm. I just want to make that clear, man, because I've, I've been... <laughs> You know, when I'm a person that's a student, I try to tune in to all the different places where people talk about speed and projection and force production and all these other scientific terms that we love to go down. Yep. But simply said, man, if you want to work on speed, you have to work on speed. If you want like, right, like it's like we know this. Yeah. ATG stuff, all the principles that we teach here will allow your body to have the ability to go and start to work on speed. But please do not mistake doing exercises in the gym. And that's going to be the thing that translate over to speed. You got to get out there. You got to run for real. You have to go through these exercises fully with your own body, man. So I just wanted to jump on the speed a little bit and I'll go a little bit further. But Mm -hmm. that's just something that I'm seeing. man. And it's like, we got to be careful you know, because it's like, if, if we don't know about something,
1: let's not talk about it, right? Yeah. Let's just delegate back to somebody else that does. Right, and and pay attention. That's what I've been doing the whole series. I've been here learning. I talk when it's my turn, and when I have something really insightful to say. A lot of times I've been speaking as a student and just asking the questions that some of the viewers definitely have if I have it, because I'm not new to the sport, but I'm not an expert. I didn't go to pen Relays, tell you that for sure. But I think the speed thing... I'm not sure if people really catch how important that is because maybe this analogy will help. It's just like people talking about vertical jump, but then they show box jumps, right? right? Vertical jump means pretty much how high does your head go? Because if your head's going higher, the whole body's going higher. So how high can you lift your center of mass and jump? It gets tricky when people start doing a 70-inch box jump because now that's how high can you bring your legs up and kind of have your body over the legs It's like okay that's a thing well speed could be like how fast did my olympic lift look or you know how did my medicine ball throw look or how fast did i look how quick were my steps what is my foot speed like what is the agility ladder like and so there's only one test and marcus has said it many times is one of his best coaches said that uh, the time in your race is just a reflection of what you've been doing right or what you've been doing wrong. But that is the test. How you've studied for it, that's what's being exposed. And so I think you're right that people, some people only lift ATG or not, and they may miss the component that matters of training speed. Some people get that, okay. If you want to get faster, you have to train to get faster. But then they swing way past what speed actually is and then they get really right. <laughs> and start doing all this, <laughs> yeah. this extra wax on, wax off stuff, all getting crazy. Right? So we, we go right. from powerlifting and then we start doing parachute and doing left, right, jump, left, up, down cheat codes. But they miss the like the momentum building of a train from standstill to becoming weightless and turnover and opening up. And like a cheetah probably doesn't look fast in the gallop if you really look at slow-mo. Right. But he's covering 15 feet per step. And, uh, right. you know, it's the same thing. You look at Usain Bolt steps, or just there's so many things that people focus on that deter you from what you should develop. If you listen exactly. to ground contact time or rate of force production or how many steps of, in your turnover per race and the coverage right. of the first five, all these metrics that don't necessarily reflect develop, developing qualities, qualities that you can develop. And the qualities that you can develop is your body. And then going to practice the skill and application of sprinting, which may look different person to person, but it's gonna be the same test. How fast did the body move? Is there some obvious things that might hold you back? Heck yeah. Like Marcus has pointed out my arms before I'm swinging with my arm drive and not really using them like levers. And then it became clear to me, yeah, I'm definitely cutting out all my arm arms, all the momentum. And uh, that, replicate, that reflects when I sprint now and can see a difference because of that change. But um, yeah, it, the reason I think this is so important is because if we're clear on what speed is, then what is in our control as human beings to change that in our bodies, in the structure and expression, that gives us a clear route of what does our training look like? in the gym and on the track it's it's no. crazy because look how simple it gets i mean i'll let you explain your approach but you go out on the track and you're not doing complicated stuff right no yeah. right
0: so i go into my exact routine right because again <clears throat> atg has definitely given me the foundation now when i get on the track the warm-up is the same i warm up with 40 squats Right, So two sets of 20, getting all the way down, cheeks to sneaks, get some blood flow. People are like, why would you squat to warm up? Well, for me, I understand that I'm trying to create blood flow, heat and circulation. So I could do what I've always done when the track road, which is like jog a mile, but why do that? I can get the same blood flow, full range of motion, get the legs pumped. That's enough squats. Then I get into my backwards sprints and my forward sprints. Backwards, 50 percent, forward, 60 percent. Backwards, 70 percent, forward, 80 percent. And then another backwards. Now, from there, I start to get into low level plyometrics, right? Simple little bounds, right? I'm not even actually trying to get height on the first one. I'm just trying to get my body used to the projection, right, to get the flow going. Now, when I was in the track world before, I did a ton of drills ton of A skips, all this other stuff. I got rid of that stuff because what I understand about sprinting, especially the hundred is we're just trying to get the body hot. And I said, well, I'm glad we're on video. Now we're trying to get the muscles used to going like this, right? Boom, boom, That's all we're trying to do is get that rubber band used to going, expand, contract, expand, contract. Right now, over time, as I warm up with each jump, we're doing a little bit more, it's getting a little bit more aggressive. So I'll start with single leg, right? Like a bound, about three of those and then i go into a two leg bound right and the reason why i'm doing that is again that's my force production right so people talk about oh force production force production i use it just a little bit within a 10 meter setting again only for the purpose of getting my body hot and the muscles used to going expand contract expand contract because you do need to do those type of plyometrics in order to get the body used to sprinting, because that's what sprinting is, right? It's literally, you're going like this. Woom, 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 woom. You're taking your muscles and going as open as they can, as close as they can, open as they can, as close as they can. After that, that's when I put the spikes on, work on some short, short distance starts, right? Build up again, make 20 meters, 30 meters, 40 meters. Now for every 10 meters that I add on, I'm adding four minutes of rest, right? Because I want to make sure that I'm giving my body enough rest. So if I do a 40 meter sprint, right? So I got 40, I got four minutes, right? If I do uh, 50 meters, five minutes, 60 meters, six minutes. You see what I mean? Because again, in the speed world, we don't understand what we're talking about when you're talking about literally taking your body from whatever it weighs and projecting that into feel like you're putting six to seven to eight to nine times of force into the ground. So every time you sprint, think you're doing like your maximum power clean, but over 20 seconds, over 10 seconds, not just one rep, right? So there's a big difference, man. And I'm just trying to help people get a respect for the speed world. Cause I hear people talk about, Oh yeah, Olympic lifts. And it's like, yeah, you can get your power clean, right? And that might help you with your start. But that doesn't mean your body's gonna be used to actually opening up as we keep going down the track, right? It might be able to go like this real quick, and then by the time you get to your third or fourth, fifth step, you might blow a hamstring out. Why? Because your body actually isn't able to go to the lens that we're talking about and open up. So I keep my workout that simple, right? So squats, backwards, forwards, short distance starts. I don't know if you can hear these kids walling out around here. Short distance starts. And then I take a little bit further run. So now I'm actually adding in a 120, right? I'm adding in like an all-out 120 towards the end of my runs because I've been feeling really, really good and my body's starting to really turn over. And that is what it's about. So I'm saying all that to say, like, dude, if you're not actually getting on the track and sprinting, then your body is not going to be ready to sprint, right? Now, let's talk about some of the things that people love. Do I have a problem with getting on a treadmill and running on a treadmill? No. But just be careful when you say that you're measuring your speed that way. Do I have a problem with an air runner? No. But just be careful when you say you're measuring your speed that way. Because again, air runner also has its place and and it's a great tool. I'm a big fan of it. I love what it's doing. But as someone that's been on the track and and I know there's a big difference with pushing your body only by itself down the track. These things can add to what we're trying to do. But if you don't know what it's like to take your body and bound one stride at a time, and do an explosive frog hop one rep at a time and feel the full relaxation and then being able to explode again and do that with a sprint, they weren't missing what it is that speed is all about. Yeah. We're missing it because they only give the fastest man in the world title to hundred meter sprinters. They're not giving it. They're not giving it to people that get on a treadmill and run a 15 on a treadmill. They're not giving it to people that dominate on an air runner, right? Those things are cool, but there's only one true measurement, man. And that's all I'm trying to get people to see. Like, If speed was getting measured in all these other ways, then it would get measured in all these other ways. If if, if it was about who had the fastest Olympic power snatch, they would have have a title for that. But they don't have a title for that. The only title they have is the fastest man in the world, and that title goes to a 100-meter sprinter. So respect to everybody that talks about speed and makes it to different sports. I got no problem with your different sports. But please do not act like if you're fast on the basketball court, you're fast on the track. If you fast on the football field, you fast on the track. These are totally different things, right? But that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of different yeah. sports. It's so that you know, okay, I'm football fast. That don't mean I'm track fast. <laughs> I'm yeah. fast on a basketball court. That don't mean I'm fast on the track, right? I might be fast on the soccer field, going laterally. I might be quick. But that yeah. don't mean if we say, all right, ready, set, go, and I let you run 100 meters, you're going to actually run under 11 seconds. Yeah, You might see somebody that's so quick moving laterally, But then we say, let's go on a straight away sprint. They cannot break 11 seconds. Why is that? It's for a lot of the factors that I talked about, right? And the biggest one is the ability to accelerate. And if you cannot open your body through a full range of motion and you don't know what it's like to actually push. And to accelerate and then to relax and then get into top speed and all the other stuff that starts to come along with sprinting. We gotta back it up with the speed talk, man. And I'm just I'm just kinda just getting tired of the disrespect. I'm gonna be honest, right? You might you guys might hear the passion in my voice because you guys are getting lied to. Talk People about. Are lying to your face. Never these guys have never run fast in their life. They don't even know what it feels like to put spikes on and take to the track to measure themselves, but they're telling you, you the get in the weight room, exercise. you work, your exercise is gonna make you faster. Yeah. Not gonna make you faster. You're gonna get on the track and get hurt still. Because you still got to get on the track and learn what it's like to project your body forward. Because we got to remember something with track, right? Like, I'm going to stop after this, bro. But I got to say this. The speed definition, let me go back to the speed definition again. The time and rate at which an object is moving along a path. That's a different definition than what I read, right? But what I'm saying is, you have to be able to project your body, your entire body. So if you can't project your entire body down the track, then you don't know how to run faster. You don't know how to use your speed to your advantage, right? Because you might have a perfect technique. You might have a perfect drill. I've seen it. man. Brandon, you could talk about this. Mm-hmm. You was killing the drills, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like when it's time to project that body down the track to Last actually place. get down.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: So we're just, we're, just, we're just trying to get back to the basics, man, because people yep. start going into big scientific words, bro, and it's not about any of that. Yep. It ain't about yep. it. Because if they can't get on the track and show you what speed looks like and they can't run today, they don't know what they're talking about.
1: Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Even having me sitting here like tongue-in-cheek, bro, the whole time, just because I got a lot to prove too. I'm, But I'm in it as a student. And so I'm right. working of what I talk about and what I don't. I talk about my story. I talk about getting last and getting better. I talk about the things right. I learned, but I have never said – Here are the three best exercises to get faster for that. Maybe I have, maybe you should call me out, but I'm not anymore because I realized until, until there's a thorough demonstration, understanding and explanation that I can give at the same time, it's theory. And we should talk about it real quick. Content centered around training like an athlete. Okay. And I said this last, everybody looks athletic until a video surfaces of them sprinting (laughs) until the video clip of the gym athletic performance pro trainer sprinting for 10 meters. And it's like, wait a second, wait a second. I thought you said a podium snatch grip deadlift was the best speed exercise. Why you look like that. Come on. And the thing is they're usually not from the track world, right? So they're usually a guy who ran a four, whatever, 40 or this, that. And it's like, doesn't hold up that doesn't that doesn't mean anything and it's and it's fine that it matters in that world all the only it's not a ego thing or being speed prima donnas the the reason why it's good to hear is because we've had the conversations of lots of people about speed and so speed in the track world you'll hear different language around what matters when you talk to mm-hmm. somebody in the basketball or soccer world, you'll start to hear different verbiage. You'll hear people say, oh, he has good leg speed. Or "He, I have good, and it's like, what does that even mean? What are you talking about, leg speed? Leg it's speed. that, well, my coach thinks I could be a good long jumper because I got the leg speed. What does that mean? That and means- you don't know because he's a soccer coach. So, of course, he's going to say jargon that he doesn't quite understand. But The problem is now these people come in wanting to improve, their leg speed not knowing wait do you want to get faster or do you want what's the okay faster so you want to project your body over distance better you want to be okay so it's like i posted lots of videos of me sprinting on the treadmill you know it's funny on on the air runner but what's funny about the air runner is you have to ramp up to speed you can't push on an air runner it's a it's a right. hamster wheel so you have to get the belt going you have to go woo 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 woo, 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 woo and start picking it up but if you try to push like sprinting actually is pushing then you're going to fall off that treadmill so you can't push so that's the tough thing is you can get some hamstring stimulus you can get your your knees up and work your arm stroke a bit on the treadmill but you'll never learn how to get to a upright sprint you're going to just roll into it so that's one side of sprinting and then there's the Fast start. We've done plenty of episodes on that stuff. And it's a, it's a few components. We did a good job on like one of the earlier episodes of the five components to speed development or something. It was like structure, mobility, uh technique, r- force produ- or speed or neurological, like your whatever, uh something else. I don't even remember. But there's a number of things that go into qualities of speed, but it gets more confusing the less true and on point we are about what it is. And so terms like leg speed. Right. Sometimes even the way people call turnover, like they, they just talk about like the, the words get all weird. And usually it's attached to weird, confusing training though. That's the thing. Cause they'll yeah. say this yeah. drill helps leg speed. And it's like the drill is wrong. Cause the aim is wrong.
0: Exactly.
1: It's like, now we're all messed up.
0: Exactly.
1: You know, and exactly. so there's a lot of these misnomers, what what abs do in sprinting, what the arms do in sprinting. What, <laughs> right. hey, hey, and look, I'm not going to say the name, but some of the professional sprinters are saying this stuff. Power sprinters. Telling you to keep your arms locked at 90 degrees. Meanwhile, if you look at their best times, their arms were not at 90 degrees at all another testament that being successful doesn't make you a teacher exactly and not to be righteous but we're just going to clear it up we're going to clear it up and if anyone wants to call us out hey we'll race
0: of course of course (laughs) and you know and it's like and see here's the thing right because it's not about just righteousness it's about justice right (laughs) see justice see this is what we're this is what we're losing sight on you know and I and I and I think the pandemic has done this to us. See, when we hear the word justice, we don't understand justice means no, 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 no. Let's make sure we're actually telling the whole truth, not the truth that benefits us in our scenario, right? It's the actual truth because, like you said, dude, if I start making videos talking about the ladder, talking about turnover, talking about leg speed. That is not going to matter if I put you in the blocks and you can't actually push your body out and go stride for stride to actually get up and get running. Because that's the only thing that really matters here, right? Like, I can get into all these scientific things, but at the end of the day, all that matters is can you take your body from however much it weighs and push it each stride and start to feel lighter each stride? The beginning, you feel the heaviest. As you go, you will go faster. That's what, because this is because what we're doing is we're taking parts of the races and making them phenomenize, right? Because it's like if you're running a hundred, you're gonna get lighter. So you are gonna turn over faster. That's not a that's not a whole space to train in. That's not that. That's not that. That's actually make sure you're strong, flexible, and sprinting so that you can actually start to project and get better as you run these races. Yeah. You know, but going back to that train like an athlete thing, like let's be clear, man, like that that's a whole nother group of trainers on the internet. And I, and I, and I cracked this joke to my in-person clients and they know this, right. And I probably, this first time I say it on here, like I tell people, like people don't understand. I became a trainer because one, I pray like for real clarity, like God, what am I supposed to be doing in my life? And because I was in real pain, right? Like I was literally getting let down all the time. I was in pain all the time. I knew I could run faster and I could not break through. And all the quote unquote gurus and all these people that was telling me all this stuff didn't have it for me. I followed their stuff to the T and I ended up with the same result. So my process of why I became a trainer isn't because I was overweight and I needed to lose weight. Isn't because I had a bad breakup and now I want to prove something to my girlfriend. See, see, there's so many. I'm just being real, bro. You got all kinds of trainers on the internet that became trainers because they trying to prove something to somebody that broke their heart. The demons. Or because they were the fat kid and now they want to be the athletic kid. So now they say train like this and become an athlete. But then if I ask them, right, cause here's the truth. And this is why I love you. This is why I love working with you because you are being real. But if I go ask these other guys, okay, well, let me see your college stats. Let me see your high school stats. Let me see what you actually did when you were competing. Oh, well, see all that gray area in this. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. That's the time we in. I ain't got no problem with telling you all my times. I got no problem with getting on camera right now. Going out and showing what I could jump like, because I got nothing to hide. But we're in a time where it's like, let's keep bringing the curtains up. Let's eliminate the justice, and let's just all talk about these things. And I'm here to tell you straight up, y'all, we're not on here just to be running our mouths, man. If we're talking about speed, the stuff we're trying to deliver to y'all is actually going to help you. And I appreciate all the feedback. I know Brendan gets a lot of love. I get a lot too, man. Y'all telling us the straight truth. Y'all telling us this stuff is helping and it matters. And you know the difference between a fluff that's on the internet and the stuff that we're talking about. There's two different processes, y'all. Going into the gym and developing your athletic base is one thing. Getting on the track and running and sprinting is a whole nother thing. And I can't tell you how many times I've had people come on the track with me, try to do a little workout, and they say, oh, I'm going to try to keep up. Number number one, there's no point in trying to keep up in the track world. See, that's how you know you're already approaching speed wrong. If you approach speed and you think you're about to keep up with somebody, you already don't understand what we're talking about. You need to be so laser focused on taking your body From however much it weighs and feeling lighter with each and every single step. So if you're talking about running faster and that's not your first thought, because I'm trying to take my body and project it down the track faster. You worried about the left and the right and who's next to me and how I look compared to somebody else. You're not going about this the right way. Because speed takes time, man. You might be training for three years. It might take three years for you to get faster. Period. Speed ain't like jumping. jumping. You might develop your bird in 90 days. Mm But yep. in order for you to run faster, it's a whole lot of internal adaptations and strength that's required with that. Yep,
1: and a whole lot of unlearning, a whole lot. Period. I mean, if you've been trying for, a, unless this is the first podcast you've ever listened to or the first training method, right? You, congrats. You <laughs> uh, <laughs> most definitely not. So it's gonna take some time to, uh, you know, go through your decision making. You're gonna have your T chart. You're gonna look at this guy, this this guy. I put out a lot of content on the back, and uh, I don't mind just talking on all these things. It's like, there's a little bit of a debate. People will see this new way. It makes sense. They see the trail of thought. They see the clear explanation and the examples and the storytelling and the the success stories, but it goes so far against what's been told over and over. And they'll ask in comments, wait, why is this so contrarian to X expert? And it's like, I'm not going to break it down, but what I will do is keep displaying exactly how this adds up and show with my own examples and make sure I'm the best demonstrator I can and then also become an incredible teacher and honestly just like transparent the whole time even when I rework a process that contradicts before if I come up with something better I came into this podcast thinking the arms were supposed to kind of be tight like swinging and look I changed it mid-podcast And that's what growth is. So, you know, like people are going to have this shifting transition period. It's not overnight you hear this stuff and you're like, oh, this is the answer. This may not be the 100% truth, but it's definitely more than probably what else is out there. That's why we felt inclined to do it out of a necessity. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. there's no competition. There's no need to, uh, we're not trying to bash, but we're going to be cleared. Clear in our communication there's a distinction and and it's driven by our actions and longevity and the reason we can have longevity not only in our training but also our fight and spirit in this pursuit is because we're not built on sand we're not we're not in this just for a following for this season we're not in this to try to make a quick buck on this program next month the incentives Mm -hmm. are changing the game through demonstration like we wish we had that battery doesn't run dry. Like, right. we're going to be, right. I'm going to be 30 years old. Mark's going to be 36. It's probably exactly. going to be a speed secrets going on. Exactly. It's just going to take time. So, exactly. you know, it's cool, man. It's cool that the, di- the dynamic between you and I is I get to actually just show up as myself and explain what I don't know and what I do know. And even that plays a role. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, Major. you don't. You don't have to wait to be the expert to show your your journey. No, but here's where right. most people get it messed up. They're in the midpoint of their journey, but they try to be an expert. They try to show off as an Man. expert. Man. And it's like, nah, you're actually more believable when you come straight. And you just say, hey, Do like, it. here's my progress. I'm a doer. I'm a builder. Period. That part. Because most people are builders. Exactly. The only person you're trying to impress when you act like an expert is the other experts. And guess what? Right. Guess what? Most of them aren't even experts either. <laughs> so at all.
0: at all. It's all at it's all, all messed up. At all. You know, I'll say this. This is the last thing I'm gonna say. And this is this is just this is just to if any of them experts do listen to this podcast, I'm coming for y'all, right? Because a lot of these experts have only developed pro athletes. You ain't never took no kid and developed them from a child all the way to a grown. So that's the big difference. So a lot of these pro speedy, whatever guys, you got to show me that you developed somebody from nothing to something. Now, I know coaches and trainers that are doing that, right? They might not be ATG guys, but it's very much possible. So we got to be cautious, man. Like I said, in the speed world, you hear a lot of people talk about things and you'll notice when they don't really understand speed, they start talking too much about genetics. So that's the thing I got to say. Mm. Once you start hearing the genetics too much, that's how you know they don't know that much about speed. Always. Because they're going to talk about how God just blessed them with this stuff and this cat is just in a the position they're in because of genetics. Sick.
1: It's terrible. All right, bro. We got a little
0: a cap. A little lie. Stop the cap. Oh
1: gotta stop what we don't understand we just try to it's not to be understood right what we don't understand must mean is not to be understood and that's uh that's just lazy honestly you know and so i was never okay with accepting that a lot of things in life it's like i grew up around a certain kind of environment was like oh wealthy people are just wealthy because the world's unfair and you're supposed to be wealthy and if you're poor you're unlucky and it's like damn that's the trap, right. right? So right. took right. a lot to break from that mindset. We live in a free country. If you're in the U.S., you live in a pretty, say whatever you want. Come on. Um, you know, same thing on speed. Same thing on speed. You have a body. You have an able body. You have four legs. Right. The same tendons Literally. as I do. You have tendons too. We're talking about tendons, genetic. You have the same tissue. Yeah. Crazy. maybe your yeah. humor is this right. much longer i don't really care right it's like what have you done right. so talk mm-hmm. you know worry more about what you've done and what you could do as opposed to what's what's not worth even trying for it's like man i just don't really i don't really the point is mm-hmm. there's so much more that we can do and if we're just humble enough to be yeah. students it's more exciting that way it's all upside yeah so yeah I wow. all that, bro i feel you
0: that's it, man, you know, and like I said, we're going to make this podcast and I'm going to do my part to continue to make more and more speed content and just keep talking it through, man, because I got nothing to hide. I don't got no specialness. And that's the beautiful thing about what we're doing, man, is us doing it. I'm not showing you an athlete that I got that's doing this. You, you see Marcus, 31 year old, but get out there and go run. Right. With no excuses, man. We're not I'm not I'm not passing the mic to nobody, man. You're going to see what we doing. Cause that's what it's about man we we went through too much in 2020 to come out and still be lying to each other's faces
1: mm-hmm. and
0: trying to flex and act like it's all good like look at me i dropped some
1: like nah bro yeah. let's get real yeah that's it that's all i got babe yo i'm gonna let i'm gonna let us sit on that all right love- peace